Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The epicenter of the Treasure State football universe will reside mostly in western Montana this weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Tonight, Missoula hosts its first-class AA state championship game since Big Sky defeated Hellgate for the Eagles' only state title back in 1994. At 7 p.m. at Missoula County Public Stadium, top-ranked and undefeated Missoula Sentinel will host second-ranked Billings West. The rematch of last year's state championship game is also a rematch from the thrilling opener to the 2021 season in which Sentinel outlasted West 22-19 at Washington Grizzlies stadium. The Spartans have won 20 games in a row and after not winning a state championship in 48 years, Sentinel has a second straight title in its sights. The Golden Bears last won the AA title in 2018 and have played in three of the last four championship games. The Class B state championship will take place at 1 p.m. in Florence as the Falcons host Big Fork in a contest that kicks off an hour after the 120th rendition of the Treasure State's fiercest rivalry with Montana State playing at Montana. And in Class C eight-man, Flint Creek will seek its fourth title in five years with a trip to undefeated Thompson Falls Saturday afternoon. And finally, Hamilton is into the state title game for the third time in five seasons. The undefeated Bronx are gunning for their first state championship since 1998 against a Laurel squad looking to repeat that is in its third championship game in the last four years. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Nobody move until I say so. Limo 10 rolling deep like the president. See, I don't go to clubs. I never chase a b- I'm here to bang that gangster to the apocalypse. We call it stress. Some of y'all call it chocolate. Return of the top dog. It ain't no stopping this. Whatever the case, I ain't trying to catch it. Lay low, blow, big dope, and slang records. Today's playlist brought to you in part by Brooks Nuanas. Great contributor on this show. 
my brother and my business partner at SkylineSportsMT.com and uh, resident hip-hop aficionado. I said, hey, I need some songs. Get you jacked up for the weekend. So we're going all hip-hop all the time. A little Snoop Dogg for you here on a Friday. Hope you have an outstanding Friday. I'm all jacked up. I'm so jacked up. I drank so much Florence coffee earlier today. I forgot to tell you that I've been doing it. You probably, if you've been watching since the beginning of the show on SWX or YouTube, you saw me pound uh, a cup of coffee right before the show. Not enough coffee in the world, but that was my reboot after having some Florence coffee earlier today. No matter where you're at in Missoula, there's a Florence coffee company near you, so head on down to Florence Coffee. It's a Friday night. It's a state championship in Missoula tonight. You can stay up late. Go get yourself a cup of joe at Florence Coffee, whether you're in Missoula or pretty much anywhere in the state of Montana. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Fun first hour. Sam Herter, senior analyst from Hero Sports, joined us, as did Dane Oliver, head coach for the Missoula Sentinel Spartans. His team prepares to make a run at a second consecutive Class AA state championship tonight against Billings West, 7 p.m., Missoula County Public Stadium. And uh, we also heard from a couple of our students of the week. More, excuse me, if you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can find it on any and all your podcast hosting platforms. Congratulations to our winners, by the way, Pat and Aaron. Lucky you guys. You can have some good meats and some good eats for the foreseeable future. Thanks to everybody that entered our fall giveaway. But if you want to find anything from the first hour of the show, you can always find it on all your various podcast hosting platforms. Nuanas Now Podcast presented by Blackfoot Communications, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sportsbet Montana. 120th edition of the fiercest rivalry in the West. Montana State at Montana, third-ranked Bobcats versus the number seven Montana Grizzlies. Bobcats can win their first outright Big Sky Conference championship since 2012, their first undefeated run through Big Sky Conference play since 1976 with a victory. Montana can derail those hopes and almost certainly clinch a playoff seed in the FCS playoffs with a victory. It's one of the biggest Cat Grizz games I can remember. Probably the biggest one since 2011. And a lot riding on the line for both sides. But the best news is both these teams go in the playoffs no matter what happens on Saturday. And that's a good thing. One of my good friends, Ty Gregorak, swung by the show earlier this week. Here's Coach Ty. Big Sky Breakdown rolls on. The biggest Big Sky Breakdown in a long time. One of the best weeks of the year. Welcome to our good buddy and great analyst, Ty Gregorak. And Coach, we'll get this thing started. This is actually hilarious. As you know, everybody's always texting everybody these days. You know, a lot of smack talk going on, a lot of feedback, a lot of conversation about both the Grizz and the Bobcats. But somebody kicked my week off by sending me a video from the 2003 Cat Grizz game of Corey Smith taking the opening kick to the house, one of the iconic players is in the rivalry game over the last 20 years or so. At the very end, it pans to a young Ty Gregorak. He must have been 25 years old in the shot. It was awesome. It was funny seeing you in that video. A couple things. I, I wasn't 25. I think I was like 23. Uh, right. 20, yeah, I was 20. I, I think I was 23. Maybe had just turned 24. Uh, and then obviously, as everybody knows, I got to finish my career at Montana State for three seasons. And each year we would, in the coaches' offices, be running this highlight reel of, of all these great plays and, 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 you know, through the history of the game. And so I got to see my young self uh, each week for a few years there in Bozeman. Uh, so it is, it is a wonderful and special week for, for everyone involved, no doubt. 
Well, you were a young man when you first dove into this rivalry. So what do you remember about first learning about it? Obviously, the guy you were working for at the time back in 2003, Bobby Houck, had a fierce knowledge of the rivalry as a guy coaching at his alma mater. But what was your indoctrination to this thing? Well, I mean, I, I grew up in the area. I mean, I, I don't think you fully understand it un, unless you grow up in Montana or, or, you know, have a have a dad or an uncle or a grandpa or someone close to you that, that played in the rivalry. But yes, uh, it was it was uh, very apparent early on, um, you know, start, starting with our head coach, uh, that, it, that it is a big time rivalry and... You know, I mean, so the year before uh, Coach Glenn's last year is when the streak was broken in 2002 uh, there in Missoula. And then, and then, yeah, I got to come to Bozeman in my first year and, and, and we lost, you know. So that was that was two in a row, which, you know, is, is, it's crazy to think about uh that, that, that the cats are, are seeking their fifth straight. I mean, it's, it, it's insane for me to think about because the Grizz haven't won the game since my last season in Montana, which was 2015. So you include the, you know, the pandemic year. I mean, shoot, it's been six years since the, the Grizz won the game. It, it, it's crazy. It's, it's, uh, I don't, you know, outside of this date, People don't get it. They, they, you know, they they won't understand. I know the Grizz were making a big push for college game day to come out, and and really kind of a shame on them. I mean, I know they do. I think they do an FCS game each year, and and they they, they need they need to do it one of these years. And, and I mean, frankly, it should be done in Missoula, just just with the stadium capacity, the stadium itself, the fan base. So it needs to be done, and, and hopefully, you know, another year or two, they, they get game day to come come see this spectacle that is the brawl of the wild. What's well, wild, you mentioned, not since 2015 have the Grizz won this game, but it's been since 2014 that the Grizz won this game in Missoula, and the Grizz have only won this game in Missoula one time in the last 10 years, but Montana has had a ton of success in Bozeman, too. So these are the two best home field advantages in the FCS besides maybe North Dakota State, South Dakota State. Why is it, though, that the road team has had so much success in this game over the last decade or so? I think both coaches... Well, I say both coaches. Uh, the coaches that have been in place, you know, w- winning on the road is, is tough. And, and so I think the, the mindset, you know, starting Sunday, uh, you know, after, after their, their last game before the brawl, the, the mindset is, is right. You know, and any coach just look looks at this as another game, probably hasn't kept their job <laughs> very long, you know, if, if you understand who I'm talking about, because it isn't just another game. It is a it is the game. Yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the road team, and, and listen, there's nothing like winning the game, but boy, it is sweet to win on the road. There's there's no question. And obviously you've got an outstanding Montana State that's uh, sitting on top of the, the league right now uh, he- heading on the road, you know, but I think that uh, Montana is still Montana. If they can continue to get some guys back and get 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 fr- healthy or healthy enough, I mean, you, you've got two two of the best teams in, in the FCS going to duke it out this Saturday. And it, it's uh, I know you and I were texting last weekend. What a wild finish for the conference. I mean, you got MSU who hasn't lost since going on the road at Wyoming. You've got Sac State who's who's on fire and, and had a huge win in Washington Grizzly Stadium. You've still got Eastern Washington sitting there at eight and two. You got Montana at eight and two. You got UC Davis at eight and two. You know, so something's got to give this week. I mean, it's between between the Davis sack game, which will be a huge game with with a lot on the line. Montana, Montana State, a ton on the line, and then you got Portland State Eastern with a ton on the line. I mean, it's it's going to be a, a wild season. 
It absolutely is. And even though I, you know, I've just been around this league for so long that I'm so used to when the big sky gets the short end of the stick just because they are sort of out on an island. The top teams never do, but sometimes the fringe teams do. But it seems like it's almost impossible for there not to be five teams that make the playoffs. So uh, that'll certainly be a, a good thing. Uh, before we get into more about the Cat Grizzly, one side note, we didn't really mention this the other week, but w- there's been all sorts of crazy um, movements among coaching staffs throughout all college football. But Eastern Washington, Ian Schumann, maker the offensive coordinator just walking out the door uh unbelievable considering they're averaging 50 points and 600 yards per game so it seems like knee-jerk reactions within the scope of seasons is uh the trend in college football right now i don't like it i'll be honest it, it's it's becoming way too pro-ish you know i mean all these mid-season firings i mean between between head coaches getting whacked assistant coaches getting whacked i mean scott frost scott frost has done zero zilch nothing at nebraska and for him to keep his jobs he's got to fire four coaches or whatever it was i mean that's that's four families that's you know all the people that are being affected by this it's it's kind of sad i mean it just it's not right this is college football and i i I, you know like i said i don't i don't like it i think college football i mean it's so special i mean people millions and millions of people tune in every saturday to watch ball but boy there's such a premium but put being put on these coaches anymore that and i know i know at the next level there's some really good money to be made okay there is i mean but but to fire coach helton at, at, at usc after two games i think they lost stanford and Stanford, by the way, has knocked off, oh, I don't know, Oregon. And, and they, you know, it's not like they're just some, some slouch, but I don't know, man. It, it, it's crazy to, to see these fire. I, I know Coach Shoemaker. I know Ian. Uh, I mean, I used to know him really well. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, I, I air quote resigned, you know, because I air quote resigned too. And it's just, uh, it, it's interesting for, for sure, Coulter. I, 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 don't, I don't love it. I don't love it either, and you wonder if this would change if they weren't paid so much money, but also when it is a revenue generation machine like college football is, even at the FCS level, it's an interesting conundrum for sure because I do think there's a lot more than than just living up to what sometimes are unrealistic expectations within the scope of a program, but it's definitely a wild world. But let's talk more about the rivalry game here on Saturday. When it's early on in the week, from a coaching perspective, can you sort of get a gauge of your team? Can you feel sort of the mentality of the guys going into this thing? And if so, how important is confidence versus nerves? Because it seems like both can play huge factors in this game. No, I, I, you know, I, I don't think I was ever, I mean, I got to coach in 15 brawls and, and was you know, fortunate to be on the winning side of 12 of them. I, I can never remember a week where, I, I mean, it, it, you know, they, they set their jobs and it's go time. I mean, you, you, could, you could see just in the press conferences and, and social media, as soon as the Bobcats beat Idaho, and as soon as Montana finishes with with a with a really great win, I mean that was that was a big time win. Uh, oh, by the way, I mean for for all the Robbie Houck doubters, it looks like he was the national player of the week. So uh, you know you know you know my opinion on that young man. I think he's one heck of a football player. But no man, I mean I think I think both these coaches understand it. Both programs do a great job of bringing back former players, former captains, guys that have been a part of this rivalry that can you know that can tell their story and look at the boys in the eye and, and, and tell them how much that, that game means to them. And it's, uh, you know, like I said, Coulter, I mean, when we were talking before we went on here, I mean, it's just, it is a special week 
for these coaches, players, their families, because there's just nothing like it, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I know there's other great rivalries. I mean, we all we all know the, you know, the game, the big game, the, the Civil War, the, you know, Bedlam. I mean, but, but I'm just telling you, for this level, nothing comes close to it. One of the factors I find fascinating, too, is that particularly for the guys that are veteran players that are from the state of Montana that grew up loving this rivalry, dreaming of playing in this rivalry, sometimes those guys, they become Superman. I mean, Josh Hill was a good player. Josh Hill was a freaking first-team all-world linebacker when he played against the Grizzlies and vice versa, too. I mean, there was multiple guys from Montana that just played outside of their minds in this game, and sometimes that's the part that swings within the scope of each specific competition. Which team has the guys that are playing outside of their minds? I mean, that was the story in 2019 for the Bobcats, but back in 2014, that was the story for the Grizzlies when they just absolutely pounded uh, Montana State. So how big of a factor can that play, and how do you adjust to that as a coach when you got a guy that's just completely uh, playing at another world level? Well, you're right. I mean, I, I, uh, you and I have both seen kind of the the two minute trailer for you know for the documentary um, that they're trying to that they're trying to put together about the the miracle in Missoula. And you know, part of that trailer, you've got um, you've got Tucker Yates, who's a cold strip boy. Who you know, he says it. He said, "I made one of the biggest plays in, in, in the history of the rivalry," and it's true. You 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 go out and you you shine in that game. You will forever be remembered. You know, I, I was. At the Bobcat game with my son Jax last last uh, Saturday, and you know if, if Tommy, if, you know if Butte Tommy plays plays that way against Idaho, well, it's a great game. N- nice job. We, you know you're, you're adding a spark to a to a team that, that 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 needs it offensively. You have that kind of game in the rivalry. <laughs> that that, boy, that young man will never buy a beer in Butte. I promise you that. I mean, it's it's uh, you're right. I mean, jo, jo, you, you mentioned Josh Hill, but I mean, I, I even think back to the miracle of, in Missoula um, a few years ago. You know, obviously Tucker made one of the greatest plays ever, and, and, and he wasn't the only one on that play to 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 make an outstanding play. But I think back to two or three series series prior. Grant Collins causes you know an unbelievable uh, just a great effort play uh, for him to get the ball back for the Bobcats who then went down and scored to take the lead, you know? So you're, you're right. You, you, you play out of your mind. You, you, you play your best game of, of your life in that game. You're forever remembered. No question. Because you have coached in so many of these ones, what are some of the most memorable performances individually and as teams that you remember from uh, both, both sides of this thing? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll never, you know, I think, I think you and I have talked about it before. I'll never forget when we came out in our in our normal silver and maroon uh, for pregame, and then went in and came back in in the throwbacks. I mean, the place was just electric when they when they saw the Grizzlies come out in the old school uh, co- colors. Um, ob- obviously, the the 2018 game. Will, <laughs> I mean, it just you know for for me personally. I mean, it was one of the it was one of the great games in the history of the rivalry. You know, but but yeah, for 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 me to have to go back to Missoula twice and win both games. You know, first against Coach. Stitt and then, and then against you know my mentor and friend and, and coach Hauk. I mean that was incredible. But yeah, I mean it's you know I, I think I've told you too, Coulter. You, you you remember like for me for me personally, and I bet if you asked a lot of the boys, they would probably remember more about the losses. Uh, and, and again, I, I was fortunate to be in you know in twelve winning brawls out of fifteen. But those three games that that I was a part of that we lost two thousand three uh, two thousand. Let's see. Was it 12? I'm trying to remember. Let's see. 3, 
12. I'm trying to remember. There, there was a, the third loss. But anyway, you remember more about those. I mean, it's kind of like what you're saying about the highlight reel uh, of, of that first, that opening kickoff. I, I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day. It was cold. Uh, the way I remember it, they still had the, 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 the natural grass. I remember the the cat. I I, put, I was putting on chapstick, and I'm just getting mf'd for putting on chapstick during the game by some Bobcat fan, and, and they know who you are. Uh, you know, it's just a it's a it's a great rivalry. But you know, for me personally, I think I remember more about the, uh, the more more about the losses than I do the wins. But you know, th- those last few were pretty special for me. I mean, I you know, I left I left after the 15 season, and so 16, 17, 18, where you get three wins in a row, and then they 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 handily won the last one that was played it's crazy to think two years ago now it's just it, it, for me it's insane to think that like I said MSU's going for their fifth straight win over the Grizz I mean it's just it's unfathomable to me what do you think have been the, the main factors in that? Because it was, it's been sort of this steady evening of the playing field from the streak ending in 2002. Now here we are since the streak ended, and it's 9-9, nine to nine, and it's been 6 out of the last 10 for the Bobcats. They've won four in a row, and they've also won four out of five in Missoula. What have been the factors that have caused Montana State to swing the pendulum in their favor? Well, I think that there's and there's multiple factors, but I, I think that I think, it, I think it you know kind of kind of shows you what's go, gone on at Montana. You know, between leadership changes and, and enrollment numbers being down. I mean, it's uh, I've told you before. You know, that in the in the early 2010s there, where we went through that, that was hard, and I don't think people fully understand how hard it was. You know, and and. You know, so obviously the, the proof's in the pudding, and just in terms of what you said, nine and nine and nine is the score over the last 18 seasons. That's that's pretty crazy to think about. But you think about all the great, you know, Montana State and Travis Lule and Denarius. I mean, they they they've, they they had some really nice teams throughout the history of the last 15 to 20 years, and then obviously Montana has two. You know, it, it, it's hey, honestly, I mean, I, I don't. It's hard to say this. But it's it's pretty good, you know, for the rivalry. I mean, if, if a rivalry is just one, you know, you know, so lopsided one way or another, it's not really a rivalry. I mean, it's kind of like kind of like when I was at Colorado, you know, Bill McCartney pounded into the heads of the Colorado Buffaloes that Nebraska was going to be our rival. Well, why was Nebraska our rival? Because they were the best, you know. And we always finished the season uh, ending uh, the day before Thanksgiving against Nebraska. But I don't think Nebraska ever looked at us as the rival. They were looking at Oklahoma or Texas as a rival, you know. So again, I think I think both these head coaches will have the, the proper mindset. I know Coach. I mean, I've known Coach Out since I was 16 years old, Coulter, and, and <laughs> I know that they are doing everything, everything in their power. To, I mean, it, one, there's a lot of implications on the line. You know, I mean, there just is. But you know, you know, the old adage of throw the records out. It don't matter. One hates the other, and that's the way it is. That's the way it will always be. And it's bragging rights for 364 days. Ty Gregorak here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. No question about it. Well, let's talk about this specific game from a matchup perspective. The trenches are always key in this ball game, but here we are now where both teams are absolutely elite on the front seven defensively. I think they're two of the best front sevens we've ever seen and maybe the best combination simultaneously that we've seen. And then on the other side, those fronts are going to be going against offensive lines with some question marks. Montana's offensive line has been average at best this year, and then they've been banged up lately. Is A.J. Forbes the center a go? Is Dylan Cook, a senior right tackle, back healthy, or is it going to be a true freshman and Brandon Casey out there on an island playing on the strong side? And then for Montana State, a reshuffling a little bit as well with T.J. Session going out the 
right tackle for the Bobcats. Brent Vegan said yesterday he's not going to play. I expect then that means that Taylor Tuiasasopo will bump out to the right tackle spot as he did the last time Session missed a game. And then probably a Joey McElroy or maybe a Cole Sane, whoever might be healthy, playing inside at that guard spot. But to me, the matchups to watch are which front accentuates maybe the, the advantages that they have and how can some of the young offensive linemen hang because Daniel Hardy versus a true freshman and Patrick O'Connell versus a true freshman, that's not a good matchup for either of the team's offenses. Well, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, I, I think that you've got the two best defenses in the league. And so which offense will perform better? Uh, you're exactly right. I mean, I, the Montana State, their defensive front is, I mean, you, you, you kind of just said it. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're maybe one of the best fronts this conference has seen in a long time slash maybe ever, you know, so is Cam Humphrey healthy enough? How, how did their running back, how's their running back situation look like in Missoula right now? Can they get some big plays out of the receivers? Lance McCutcheon on the, McCutcheon on the other side, he continues to impress. Uh, is Isaiah Fonte going to get healthy? You know, so I, I, I look at it, in my mind, I know the defenses are going to show up. Which offense can, can have can have a, a, a better output against uh, against an excellent defense, and who can be the most disciplined in this game? We saw we saw Montana. You know, the last time they were in Missoula, they weren't very disciplined. You can't get twelve. You can't get nineteen or have the opposing accept twelve penalties for one hundred and twenty-five. Not in this game. That will get you beat. So, which team's going to show up? and be the most disciplined for 60 minutes is the one that's going to win. Is there any key factor here? I mean, the discipline is absolutely it. Is there any glaring mismatch that you see? Because I think that there's a couple things that are unpredictable, but they'll certainly will play factors depending on how they go, including a head coach who's never coached in this thing before, as well as a starting quarterback on Montana State side who's never been in Washington Grizzly Stadium and never been a part of this rivalry. But what sort of uh, key intangible elements do you, do you point to in terms of who's going to have the upper hand? Well, I, I mean, we, we were just talking about the front seven for for uh, Montana State. I mean, if 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 they can play up to their ability, that could pose a lot of problems for Montana. Because I mean, you, you you said it, Montana's offensive line and their running back situation is has struggled throughout the year. So I don't know. I mean, I I, I think I told you a few weeks back, a big game like this where all thing all things somewhat even you know watch watch the penalty situation which which team can can stay in check and not you know because i mean it's th- that crowd will be in a frenzy and, and 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 the nerves and the emotion of the game which team can be the most disciplined expect a, you know p- potentially a trick play in the kicking game or, or or offensively and then and then the kicking game itself i mean it's it's uh something something's got to give a little bit whether whether it's um you know the the, the punters i mean shoot <laughs> I, I thought jared padmos might have been one of the most underrated unsung heroes of our team and and, and if you remember my big rear end on, on the sideline and he was always the first one that i that, that i tried to congratulate because flipping the field and pinning pinning that offense deep in their own territory in a game like this will be huge no question about it. When you're trying to acclimate as a coach to this game, what's that dynamic like? Because it seemed like you know, this is old hat for Bob, not old hat, but Bobby Houck has been here before. He's done this before. Jeff Choate knew that that was going to be his ticket uh, to being remembered so glowingly by Bobcat fans. But how do you think that this coaching staff on the Montana State side of things will react to their first trip into the belly of the beast in Missoula? Well, I mean, Coach Vegan is, he's. <laughs> 
He's been in – I won't – I'm not even going to go there and say that it's the same, but, I mean, he coached at North Dakota State. He, he's, he's played against South Dakota State in, in that rivalry. He, he coached for a long time at Wyoming in the rivalry against Colorado State. Not the same, I agree, but he, he'll, he'll understand in a hurry. I mean, and he's got a great outfit. I mean, for a first-year coach and staff, they've done an unbelievable job in, 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 with this team, in my mind. I mean, he, he, is, he, is, going, he is pursuing a Big Sky cha- championship in his first season, something that, something that you know, us, you know, we, Coach Choate, that, that we could never accomplish. That's on the line this Saturday. So not only is it the best rivalry in college football, in my mind, but you're, you're, you're trying to host a trophy after the game. So, I don't know. He, 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 he's going to figure out in a hurry. He, he, if, if, if some of those guys have never been to Washington Grizzly Stadium, they're going to be impressed because it is it is a, an unbelievable venue. It just is. And, and for this game, it will be electric. So, they're going to learn the, those new guys that haven't coached in this game. They're going to learn in a hurry how amazing an experience this is. Well, we are not in the business of public predictions when it comes to these games. I think it does nothing but make you have egg on your face. And it's like I always tell everybody, when you spend 75 hours a week watching all these games exhaustively two, three, four times, and you can actually immerse yourself in this thing, then you can say, oh, yeah, I know so much about all this stuff. Until then, though, it it ain't a thing. But I I just hate when people try to use, oh, you got your prediction wrong, so you must not know anything about sports. Eh, That's not where it's at. But regardless, not a prediction, Ty, but last thing for you. What are the key factors for each side in this thing? Because I think that Montana State can run the football like they've run it the last four years. They're going to be hard to beat. That said, this is the best Grizz rush defense we've seen in a handful of years, and they are one of the top five in the country in stopping the run. So that could be a stalemate. And I do think that if Matt McKay can make some plays, that's advantage Bobcats. But if Cam Humphrey can make some plays, that's advantage Grizzlies. I think that there's a lot that could happen on special teams too. But is there any certain thing that you could point to that could be sort of the the determining factor? factor as this thing plays out on Saturday. I'll put it to you this way. I I believe right now. Okay, I'm not talking I'm not talking two and a half months ago. I'm talking right now. I think Montana State has a more complete football team. That being said, we both know that Washington Grizzly Stadium is special. And I and I just believe that the, the crowd is going to be so so plugged in. I think that MSU, you know, MSU is going to have, have their work cut out for them. There's no question. I do I do think top to bottom, with health, Montana State maybe has a more complete football team right now. That being said, like I said five minutes ago, throw the records out. They're both excellent football teams. They both have fantastic defenses. Uh, they're both well coached. They, they, they understand the rivalry. It's, it's going to be a fantastic fantastic day to watch this rivalry and 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 honestly i was i I was thinking about going over for the game but i'm kind of fired up just to sit on the couch and watch it on tv and i'll I'll get i'll get to a brawl down the road but it's uh who who makes the least mistakes you know in terms in terms of the penalty game who who had i mean hey listen the, the last time i coached in this game we were getting our butts kicked all right we were we were getting our butts kicked. we were down three scores culture but but again the mindset of the coaching staff the mindset of the players we didn't we didn't blink and 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 so you just i think for both teams culture that's that that's what you got to do is because because listen they've got (laughs) they got scholarship players you know on on both sides of the ball they're both great outfits which which team is going to rise to the occasion when it matters most and and that's what we did on the last play i mean i you know (laughs) whenever that dang documentary does come out uh, you know I, i i think i said we you know they call the miracle in, in Missoula, which I understand because, you know, nine out of ten times they might score from the one-yard line. But when it mattered the most, our guys 
played better. Maybe we called a better defensive uh, a better defensive call on that play than they called a better offensive play. Our guys rose to the challenge, and that's what needs to happen on Saturday. These guys need to rise up, and it's going to be a slugfest, man. It just is. It, it, they're going to duke it out for 60 minutes, and which team can play for 60 minutes and, and, and get out of there with a win. Ty Gregorak, an excerpt from this week's Big Sky Breakdown. All sorts of good stuff on SkylineSportsMT.com as well as here, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Biggest weekend of the year when it comes to football at all levels here in the Garden City. Some final thoughts from myself and Andrew Houghton. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The epicenter of the Treasure State football universe will reside mostly in western Montana this weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Tonight, Missoula hosts its first class AA state championship game since Big Sky defeated Hellgate for the Eagles only state title back in 1994. At 7 p.m. at Missoula County Public Stadium, top ranked and undefeated Missoula Sentinel will host second ranked Billings West. The rematch of last year's state championship game is also a rematch from the thrilling opener to the 2021 season in which Sentinel outlasted West 22 19 at Washington Grizzlies stadium. The Spartans have won 20 games in a row and after not winning a state championship in 48 years, Sentinel has a second straight title in its sights. The Golden Bears last won the AA title in 2018 and have played in three of the last four championship games. The Class B state championship will take place at 1 p.m. in Florence as the Falcons host Big Fork in a contest that kicks off an hour after the 120th rendition of the Treasure State's fiercest rivalry with Montana State playing at Montana. And in Class C 8-man, Flint Creek will seek its fourth title in five years with a trip to undefeated Thompson Falls Saturday afternoon. And finally, Hamilton is into the state title game for the third time in five seasons. The undefeated Bronx are gunning for their first state championship since 1998 against a Laurel squad looking to repeat that is in its third championship game in the last four years. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. It's so interesting when I think about my own personal analysis of, of my musical taste and uh, the way that hip-hop fit into that, the way rap music fit into that. When I was growing up, my best friends was a guy that lived down the street from me, and he had moved to Missoula from L.A., and he's six years older. So he had brought this whole gangster rap thing to my, basically into my life when I was like not even yet in middle school. And so then I always think now how much I really enjoy good rap, but also how I'm sort of stuck on the old school guys and never been able to get into the new school guys. 
the one new school. I know that Kendrick Lamar is good. I'm just like not that into it only because of my old school bias. And it's like the same thing with Chance the Rapper and Drake. But Nipsey Hussle's the one dude who I, I could get into because he reminds me so much of those old school guys. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. Go check them out online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Know there's a bunch of people listening to this show, really into the snow sports, whether you're a skier or a, a snowshoer, snowmobiler, leg, core strength, all that stuff, very important. Whatever winter sport you're into, be ready for snow season. Vertex Fitness has classes, trainers, and private sessions for get, to get you ready for life outdoors. Vertex Fitness, a full-service gym with lots of space and all the weights you need, plus the slam wall, the torque tank, and kettlebells to transform and challenge your functional strength. Start today. No contracts. Commit to your health. Life is better being stronger. No excuse November. Stop by and check out Vertex Fitness or visit vrtxfitness.com. That's vrtxfitness.com. Bring in our producer, Andrew Houghton, here at ESPN Missoula. And Andrew, before we get to, uh, we'll take these people home with a couple final thoughts on the Bobcat Grizzly game. By the way, we will be broadcasting from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot beginning at 10 a.m. tomorrow. So please come down and see us right there next to the walking bridge. Come listen to our ESPN College Game Day pregame show. Don't be sad, College Game Day didn't come. We got College Game Day. We've had it for about five years. So we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but just briefly, I want to get your perspective on this high school state championship game because you did a great job helping me all fall, particularly with the Garden City Spotlight, catching up with uh, the high school coaches from around Missoula. And you also heard from a lot of the high school coaches around Montana and, and participated in some of those interviews as well. What do you think of this matchup? Number one, Missoula Sentinel hosting number two, Billings West at Missoula County Public Stadium on uh, here in about an oh, hour and 15 minutes. Well, I think, of course, it's sort of the, the matchup that's this season has been heading towards because Sentinel and Billings West, of course, played in the championship game last year. It always just seemed I didn't know anything about these teams coming into the season, aside that they had played each other in the championship game last year. But we got a similar version of the hype of the build-up to this game coming into the season because they were playing each other in the season opener. And the vibe that I got coming into that season opener was that, yeah, man, these two teams are sort of in a class of their own. So I'm happy it worked out that way. It's very cool. One thing I was talking to uh, Helena High head coach Scott Evans about was the evolution of the way that football prospects have changed in Montana. There's always been about a similar number of guys that could go on and play in the Big Sky Conference or in the Frontier Conference. There's usually, you know, about 100 guys in a given class that could play college football at the NAI level. And, and usually then the you know, top 20% of those guys can play at the Division One level. And that's why I usually see Montana, Montana State sign between 8 and 12 guys each year. There's usually 20 to 25 guys that get Big Sky looks. But it's been fascinating to me to watch what positions those guys play. It used to always be that the best guys, the most elite guys, the guys in the cast and the Grizz were battling over were offensive linemen, defensive ends, linebackers. There's still a lot of good linebackers in, in, in Montana because it's just way more of a common body type. But I find it fascinating that you got, like in tonight's game, you got Zach Cruz, who's slated to play def- defensive end for the Grizzlies, but he's playing quarterback and the end at Sentinel. He also could be a Division One tight end. 
You got multiple guys that can play multiple spots for the Spartans. And then at Billings West, Michael DeLeon's a borderline big sky guy. He's a running back. Taco and Caden Dallard both heading to Montana State. They're receivers. Riley Bergeson, a safety, heading to Navy. It's more the skill guys. So it's been fun to watch the whole thing evolve. From our perspective where we sit here right now, it's cool that Sentinel's hosting this thing. First state championship game in Missoula in 27 years. But this is also a team of uh, team of destinies a little bit overstated, but this is a team with a lot to play for in Billings West too. Like these guys have been together for a while. They they have a lot to play for as well. And that's the mo- the main factor for tonight's game that I'm interested in is this group of kids, the best ones from Billings West were at least in high school when Billings West won it last won its last state title in 2018. Then they lost in the state championship game last year. So they've had this sort of motivation of how they get over the top. I just think I find it interesting. No doubt. I mean, I think there's great stories on both sides, and it is partially driven by the fact that they do have the D1 guys on both sides because yeah. they have, I mean, Sentinel's got Zach Cruz, of course, and Charlie Kurgan. I mean, he's a great athlete. Yep. I think he's a borderline D1 guy. Yep. Joe White is going to walk on the Grizzlies, so he's a D1 guy. Drew Klumpf, Tanner Klumpf's twin brother, is a great player. Absolutely, and you can have a great uh, storyline, a great game, a great narrative, a great matchup without that, but having those players on both sides elevates it to to another level, I think. Missoula Sentinel hosts Spillings West. Missoula County Public Stadium, about an hour and ten minutes away. Maybe I'll see you down there. One last break for the week, and then we'll take you home. What's going to go down tomorrow? We'll give you a little preview. Cacarus Saturday, upcoming, less than 24 hours away. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Yo, what's up? Happy Friday. Greatest weekend of the year. Hope you're all geared up for it. We've gotten you as geared up as you possibly can be all show and all week here at Nuanas Now. Missed anything in today's show? Awesome show. Heard from Sam Herter, FCS Senior Analyst for Hero Sports. We also heard from Dane Oliver, head coach of the Missoula Sentinel Spartans. They take on Billings West tonight at Missoula County Public Stadium. Also had a couple matches from Student of the Weeks and heard from one of my good friends, Ty Gregorak, a guy who's coached in 15, count them 15, Bobcat Grizz games. 7 p.m., Missoula County Public Stadium, Missoula Sentinel hosting the first state championship game in the Garden City since 1994. And then tomorrow, high noon, number three, Montana State at number seven, Montana, a game with huge ramifications. You can find everything from today's show in the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented 
by Blackfoot Communications, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sportsbet Montana. Couple last thoughts here. We're going to break it all down for you tomorrow during our pregame tailgate show. So if you want to stop by and say hi, I'll throw some Alpine touch at you, some uh, little mini squishy footballs. We got all sorts of swag. We got koozies, hats, golf tees, everything. So come hang out with us. Chamber of Commerce parking lot. It's our ESPN College Game Day Twisted Tailgate right there adjacent to the walking bridge on the University of Montana campus. We only got about two minutes left. So, uh, Andrew, our producer, just give me give me a, a quick take on what you think tomorrow's game is going to be like because I think this is going to be an absolute battle. The line has moved in a variety of ways. The Cats opened at minus 3.5. Now the Grizz are favored by a point and a half. The over-under opened at 44.5 points. It's down to 33.5 points. That's amazing. What do you think about tomorrow's game? Yeah, I think Coach Ty said it best, man. These are two good teams, but you can kind of just throw the records and the analysis out. And I know we've done so much analysis of it this week here on the radio at SkylineSportsMT.com. I mean, I'm writing another matchup analysis piece tonight. Yep. But, man, I think it's – you never know what's going to happen, and that's what's so great about it. And uh, I can't – I don't have a better take than that. I'm excited for it. That's exactly right. There is no this, that, and the other thing. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to melt down or rise up. That's the thing I'm going to be watching more than anything is I've seen in this game someone or multiple guys will figure out a way to play outside of their minds. There will be someone that has an effort and a performance that is far superior to any performance they have ever had and will ever have again. I've seen it multiple times in this game. It's almost always a guy from Montana. That's what makes this game so sweet. So who's it going to be? Mitch Roberts, Jace Lewis. Is it going to be Justice Perkins at Montana State? Lance McCutcheon, who's it going to be? That's what I'm so looking forward to. Come chill with us. Come hang out with us. We'll get you all set. All the ins and outs of tomorrow, the 120th rivalry game, Chamber of Commerce parking lot. And be sure to catch us on Monday, 4 p.m. right here for the Montana Football Hour. Have a phenomenal weekend. Nuanas now. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 